Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit, lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up, you know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spade, Alpha Male G-O-D, one half of Relations. You want to hear the truth? Can you, can you, can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. What's good? Welcome to our new episode of Relations. My name is Kana Lassiter. It's your boy Alpha Male G-O-D 51 Spade, a.k.a. the ninja you love to hate. I'm in the building. We have two exciting topics tonight. The first one is space a bad thing. And the second topic is the discussion over loving someone enough not to put yourself in a position to lose them. It's the fear of losing your life's love we're gonna dig into that topic first because it's trending right now with the whole conversation with russell wilson asking what his biggest fear in life is and his answer was losing his wife losing sierra what was your response when you heard him say that that is his biggest fear in life just how does it make you feel as a guy is a guy. Yeah, like what kind of feelings resonated with you with him making such a chivalrous, because that's how I looked at it. I looked mm-hmm. at it as a big chivalrous declaration of his love for her <clears throat> in his own way. This was his way of saying how much he loves her and how it equates to the f- fear. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you can go a lot of different ways with this. But the biggest way I can go with it is... Um, he said the politically correct thing to do. I think now uh, the, the shit that's crazy is like a lot of women, when they hear shit like that, women first response will be like, oh, that's so cute. He gave his declaration for his love of his woman or whatever the case may be. And I'm quite sure he was and I'm quite sure he's getting trashed by men that know that that's not uh, a correct statement. No man would make that statement. And I feel like a lot of women now, what's crazy is like women often say, where are all the real men at? But the problem starts with stuff like this. Just not being, just not being true to their real self. Like I get it. And you're going to say whatever you want to say because, you know, that's how men are made up. Like we'll make up shit to say shit just to appease the other person. But that's not how. A man really feels. I don't even feel like a man is even capable of even feeling that way. At least not a real man. And you have so many women that when it comes to like stuff that for women shit, they feel like it's okay. And I feel like that's what's backfiring for a lot of women when they say where are real men at. Because they spend so much time trying to turn men into women and say women shit. Um, you know, I like a hard man. I really, really do. And you cannot certainly judge a man by what he does, but sometimes you can judge a man by what he does. And I'm going to say this. Russell Wilson is a motherfucking baller. Motherfucker plays ball, got a good contract, play good, ain't scared of nobody. That's a man's man. So him saying it, I'm cool with. I get it. Because if I saw a guy with suspenders, with four eyes, and he was sitting there and saying, my greatest fear is losing my wife. 
I would be like, yeah, he's soft. He's probably horrible in bed. Because this is the stereotype, your your perfect man is someone who looks like future, which is a very popular meme. Someone who looks like future, but treats you like Russell Wilson. So that's where I'm going with it. Um, and I t tend to teeter-totter towards like, what do you mean looks like future? Like, I don't necessarily have to have a guy with dreadlocks and a whole a bunch of jewelry. You. you know what I'm saying? But what, that's the new meme that came out after makes, this whole conversation. What makes, what makes Russell Russell a man? Well, I'm okay. A man's man. Why? So, why'd you even make? I'm statement? just saying that by looking, just by looks. That's why I said if I saw a man with suspenders and four eyes, I would assume he is the softer of the two. That's all I'm saying is, if I have to debate whether Russell mm. Wilson is a man's man or not with someone with two two people are debating that don't know him personally. You don't know him personally. I don't know him personally. But if I were betting whether he was an alpha male or a strong man's man, I would bet that he was based on his job. Now, I could be wrong, but based on the job he does and how physical that job is. Yeah. So that because so he's in football, so that makes him man's man. I'm just saying that if I had to bet, I don't know because I'm not in the house with him. He could be I mean, pussy as fuck. I mean, but if I had to put money on it and I'm arguing with another person that don't know him, I'm gonna put money on. I mean, but you put his job up for the base. So I'm just, I have to. I don't know him, uh -huh. but the fact that he said it and he looks how he looks and he does what he does as a job, it made me accept what he said a lot better because I started off the statement that saying, I like hard men. Mm -hmm. I don't like soft guys. So I wouldn't necessarily read that and be like, oh, but I did because of my notion of who I think he is based on all I have. I don't, I can't go to his house tonight for dinner. So my <laughs> opinion can only be based on the things I see him do, which is a very physical job. Mm -hmm. So that's why it was easier for a hard woman like me to say, you know what? I respect what he's saying. I'm cool with it. And I didn't, it didn't turn me off. But a lot of women are, I'm one of the women who, over the generations, I'm one of the harder ones. My father is a hard man. I like hard men. So it's hard to swallow someone who's going to take off their jacket and lay it down for me to walk over a puddle. I would probably be like, okay, I'm never going on a date with him again because it's just too much. But when Russell Wilson said it, I didn't feel like it was too much. I accepted it because of who I know him to be. Of course you did. I mean, like I said, I mean, it falls into the category of what women tend to say that they want. And it doesn't really coincide with what a man would really do or would, 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 would even really say, think, do anything. He did the politically, politically correct thing because, for one, at the end of the day, he's a celebrity. Two, he goes home to her. Like, he can make up any, you know, type of thing that he wants to say and probably make it make sense. And she's going to think, oh, he confessed his love to me in front of the world and stuff like that. And, I mean, I get it. He's a, he's a star. But I can tell you that his job don't make him no man. What he does as far as football don't make him no man. I mean, I know when I've been other places, I've heard of, of women and men both saying that there's men in the in, that's in the NFL that's on the down low. That there's men that's in there that's just bisexual straight gay. 
So you can't classify his job and say because he's that job. Of that course is, not. That is man. I'm that, just saying that, if I that, was betting. That, that he's a man's man. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. And another thing is, I mean, women have a, 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 a particular strong way of like looking at certain men and then classifying them as like a, a harder individual. Because there is no way like I would look at someone like him and look at I would even bring it down or not someone like Richard Sherman and say he looks a little bit more manly than Richard Sherman because I don't I don't view him that way mm-hmm. I don't I don't see him that way like he looks like a sulfur person if I'm looking at the both of them at Russell Wilson yes yeah so I couldn't even really he is he's it, a, he is softer looking than most exactly. but I think that also is colorism. It's because he's light skinned with curly hair. I ain't saying nothing about no colorism. I'm just saying that. Another topic. I'm just, I'm just saying that if I was in a shootout with a guy, he ain't the one I'm choosing to come with me on that shootout. <laughs> he just ain't the one I'm choosing. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to take anybody else's defensive back. Like, I'm going to be choosing. I other want th- Russ. Yeah, I, I don't I, want him. I, now, if you saying we're going to win the game and I need a quarterback? I can go that route right. and say, yeah, I can, I can go that. And yeah. I, I, and other thing I really want to say is, um, I get the notion of that, and I think where women are really kind of getting it confused is because, like, at the end of the day, I don't think nobody should bank or put their fear into uh, an individual to make them move on and live. If that's like your worst fear. That makes me kind of question him. If I'm if I'm gonna be complete, if I'm gonna be completely honest, like people who often like I can't live without this person. Some be mentally wrong with them. Like some of them probably do need straight jackets. Like if you feel that you are with a individual and you have a fear. Now I don't. I didn't see him say this, and I didn't see the interview of what you're saying. So I would probably have to see the whole um, interview in, in full contents to kind of know exactly what what he meant by it. Mm-hmm. I really feel like he probably said it is just being endearing. But I'm going to say for a man that, for one, let's even take his job, for example. You're a football player. You're a starting quarterback. And you're a black quarterback in NFL. Your last fear should be losing her ass. That like there's no fucking way that that should even be at the top of a list. If you lose her, life go on. I disagree with you. Let me tell you why I life, disagree. Uh, you, life don't go on if he lose her? Life does go on. I'm going to say this. So you disagree. <laughs> I disagree in the way you're perpetrating what he said. Because I think... I don't know what he said. I just said that before I said that. Right. But I, I think I don't want to focus on... I mean, we have to because that's it, it, we're discussing it because it's trending. But I want to focus on some of the things that you brought up and kind of reverse it. You said he's a star football player Mm -hmm. in the NFL. He's got money. He's got endorsements. He's got power. He's got a really, really good life. That's all that. No, I'm saying that. I'm saying that he's he's a good catch based on on paper. I don't know the guy. On paper, as far as I know, he's a good catch based on his accolades and based on his bank account. And those are the things I feel like that make him say to himself, let me second and third level think about the choices that I'm making because they may affect a person that I do not want to lose. Sometimes 
It's the access that gives you fear. Sometimes the what you do for work immediately will come into play like, damn, I really love what I do, but this might threaten my home life. You know why? Because I'm never home and I'm always around women and all she's going to hear about is groupies. All the things that you mentioned may very well be the reason why he's scared because there's always temptation and I'm always gone. So someone who has that type of demanding life and is in situations sometimes that are probably inappropriate and not even by his doing. When you show up to a hotel and you're a football player, it's women outside of your room before you walk in. So I feel like I understand why he said what he said. His steps, I feel like, have to be more calculated. I feel like if any one of us in this room were worth a billion bucks, our steps would need to be more calculated. There are more people after us. We have more access. And we're more apt to be in a headspace that we can have whatever we want for a moment. And so we do that. And that thing is about us that we're doing. But it still puts your home life at risk. Mm-hmm. That's why I respect what he said based on the things that he does Mm -hmm. and what he does for work and who he is. Mm -hmm. Everyday life is a risk. Every day you step out the house, it's a risk. Every day a police officer step out, it's a risk. Every day an FBI agent steps out, it's a risk. Every day the president step out, it's a risk. Risk go with it. And you and me and him and everybody else is human. That's just the reality of it. I get what you're saying from the standpoint because most women look at that and they're just going to see the endearing part. It's not a realistic thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's pretty much saying like, hey, I need you to be Jesus Christ and never make no mistakes and just be perfect and be the perfect husband and be the perfect person and don't make no mistakes and don't fall into no pussy and don't do this and don't do this. Don't steal. Don't do that. We're not that. None of us even... Everybody has something that they're going to fall weakness to. It's flesh at the end of the day. We can pretend. That's why I said politically correct. He's saying the right thing. Politically correct. But is it? It's just like a politician to me that says the politically correct thing to do. And then gets in office and people be four years later talking about, well, shit, you said that you was going to do this four years ago. People say what they have to say to get where they need to be. I'm not saying that what he's saying is inaccurate for him because I don't know him. But what I'm saying is for women, if they're looking at the reason why he's getting bashed, because every man himself, like there's times and it's crazy because, you know, you you, you brought up the colorism thing. We might have to cover that at, at, at some point in time. Mm-hmm. But I just want to go a little bit, bit deeper. It's like crabs in the buckets when you come to us is just is black people in general. They have one person that's getting up, then everybody else in the bucket is trying to pull this one person down because he's trying to go left, right, whatever the case may be. There's always going to be that person that actually is trying to get up and say, hey, we can all go left. And they like, nah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We can't really have that going down. What he's saying, I feel like, is because of the platform that he's on and sometimes when people have those type of platforms they make those those statements not looking at the rest of the people that's actually in the genre of what he's dealing with but i can see why he's getting bashed by men because even men know you know there's certain point in stages of life where you're more vulnerable than others mm-hmm. your age plays a lot to do with it mm-hmm. a, a, a lot of times 
just because like you're saying that's your biggest fear my thing is like no man should i don't even think a woman should be attaching themselves to a relationship and saying this is the biggest fear mm-hmm. it's, it's all i'm saying like you're not gonna li- you're not gonna die because some fucking relationship ended mm-hmm. like and but now i can understand you saying hey i don't want to lose lose this person i mean it's cool but you ain't gonna die so it shouldn't even be a fear. I'm, I'm, and I'm just speaking from a man's point of view. I get it. I'm going to break this down as a conversation just about, one, choices, okay? But two, just giving your choices another fault. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I'm a pretty transparent person. And I've been around someone who makes me feel like, damn. Steak might just be worth it. I felt like that before. Like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? I'm with somebody. It's really not a good idea. And what I'm doing is I'm talking myself out of it. Just by having a conversation with myself, what I've done is I have assessed the risk. Without even saying my old man's name, I have assessed the risk just by saying I want to do it, but... Now I'm, I'm thinking about the risk. And those are the things that I feel like men just don't do. And, and it could be, we can't change that because one thing belongs to a woman, another thing belongs to a man. But I think that's what the overall conversation is about. It's just like being a really good dope dealer. It doesn't change that every time you go on a run, you got butterflies. Because that might be the day that a motherfucker want to pull you over and you got mad dope in the car. I think... I would appreciate if I could talk to a man that has cheated and he could somehow tell me how he feels when he's setting up the date. Okay, yeah, I can pick you up and we can go do this and we can go do that. You know what I'm saying? You just you're just in a setting up phase. Uh, I wish that there was a study where you could hook them up to a fucking heart monitor and just... Is there any emotion or is there any second guessing? Is there any assessing of the risk that today might be the day? Today might be the day that she went through the phone and saw that I done set up something the whole date with this bitch. A whole date. You know what I'm saying? Today might be the day that she meets you where you going or front you about it. Today might be the day. Just like if you going in the store to steal, today might be the day they got a secret shopping in your ass and you going to jail. Do you get a rush? Do you get butterflies? Do you do anything before you make the mistake that could cause you to lose the person that you love? That's what this conversation happens to be about. Not about a person never making a mistake. It's not about making the mistake. I understand that you're human, but... You know what? I'd probably ask my guy, what were you thinking? Did you think about me at all? Did you think about the consequences? Because now I got one foot in and one foot out. And it's your fault because of the choices you made. I think it would be different if a man didn't just say I'm sorry. But he was able to maybe explain even what he went through before he fucked up. That would probably mean a whole lot more than I'm sorry after you did it. What kind of thoughts did you have before that? Sounds good. Um, this is where I'm gonna have to hit you with some real. I'm some, ready some, for some, it. Some, some real shit. Okay. Um, if we're gonna use that narrative of what you're talking about, mm-hmm. 
Well, guess what? The thing, the one thing I will respect about what he's saying, mm-hmm. men don't leave. Men don't leave in relationships. If you take the if you take the percentage rate and divorce rate of what's going on right now, it's bitches that leave. They are the ones that's filing for divorce. Men don't leave. So when we going back to what I'm actually saying, you can hook him up to a monitor. You can do everything. He can say I'm sorry. The whole thing. It's bitches that's leaving relationships. They're filing for the divorce. So from even the standpoint, if that he's saying that's his fear, he's saying it's his fear because women are the ones that's leaving. They're the ones that's, that's not fine. that they're they're the ones that's not really want. Now if that's his fear, that's cool. He's his own person. I would tell him to get a few books. He probably need to go see a psychiatrist. Life don't end. Why? This, because life don't end because this motherfucker walked out the door. That's just how I feel. No, no one is gonna, no one is gonna change my theory behind that. This and that. I can, I can admit to mistakes. I can admit to shit that I done. I can admit to being like I fucked up. But what ain't gonna happen is you sitting there saying you about to leave. Either you gonna stay here or you gonna leave. For me, and I'm talking about just for me. At the end of the day, I look at people like I look at my mom. And what I mean by that is my mom loved me unconditionally no matter what. I could be a motherfucking killer and my mom going to be there through thick and thin. So some bitch that I fucked up and I did some shit finna hit the door, good riddance. I didn't need your ass anyway. Mm. And that's just my view on it. Like at the end of the day, people make mistakes and I get the angle that you're talking about. But that ain't finna be my goddamn fear. I feel for me at the end of the day, the person I'm looking for going to have to love me unconditionally, mistakes, flaws, and everything and all. I get that. Um, I think what it takes for a person to commit to that is the understanding that you just can't show up and say, I fucked up. Um, you can't keep leaning on men make mistakes. Ain't nobody perfect. But I'm not leaning on that. Of, of course not. I'm, not. I'm not saying you as an individual. I mean, in general, I think that is the overall thing that men are going to fall back on is hey i'm not perfect and i'm so sorry i think more conversations need to be had about just being able to assess risk now if you assess the risk and you still decided to do it that's on you and we still have an issue but do you even assess the risk in the moment that you're making a very bad decision but who's to say that people don't assess risk just because people there's no way that they do and still do the shit that they do that's that i don't believe they do then that's an incorrect statement. It's motherfuckers locked up that assess the risk. They just got caught. Like, don't tell me that people don't assess risk. In that's cheating, a, I just don't think y'all do. I don't cheating? think men do. I think women do. I just don't think men do. You can think that all day. And men ain't the only people who cheat. You know what I'm saying? Women cheat. Just people in general cheat. But whether they cheat, lie, steal, kill, those really matter. All of them do an assessment on what's going on. I'm not saying the assessment is right, but I'm tired of people acting like... People don't assess the shit. They do. Some people are able to make it out. You know what I'm saying? Make it I out the door. I think that's the issue. And, is and, that and, I assessed something and was able and, to walk and, away. So I kind of so, expect. I think I'm projecting. Because if I can be in a situation and assess it and keep my draws on, then I will expect that my spouse will assess it and keep his draws on too. That's I, what you want anyways. I mean, that's cool to, that, that's cool to think that. And I'm not telling you that you're wrong to think that, but I think the narrative that you're trying to paint is that like men don't get in situations and they can't ever get out. Like that's incorrect. 
I know what that's the that's the narrative that people always want to say, but I've taught my homeboys off ledges. There's movies out there that motherfuckers talk themselves off ledges. Look at Baby Boy. He was in a situation where the bitch wanted to give him pussy. She even sitting there saying, "You ain't going." And he said, "If I fuck you, my girl is gonna kill me." Mm-hmm. And he fucking left. See, shit like that gets underlooked. Because they just gonna be like, well, it doesn't. Just, it just don't it happen just, that often. And how many times how do, you know, do we see, see that in movies? And that's what I'm trying. And and that's and what, ever. And that's what <laughs> I'm know, trying. When to, is that part? And written? that's what. And that's what I'm trying to say right there. It's like, how often does that happen ever in movies? This and that. But how often does it ever show that women cheating? Because I can't go through a plethora of movies and be like, and, and, and be like a woman cheating. And There's this plenty and this. of I can't from women. In movies, probably every actress in Hollywood has said the line. I didn't say can't. I, I can't. said cheat. I didn't say. I didn't say that. I said that cheated. I said <laughs> movies that show women cheating. I didn't say that they. They're but we're they talking can't. about assessing, making a choice. So the I can't is more relevant because the, in the moment that they're saying I can't, they I'm, have been aggressively approached to do addre- something I'm that's ju- risky. I'm just addressing to the politically, the reason I'm addressing is because I'm addressing the political correct thing that Hollywood tends to show. They tend to show women sitting there saying okay. they can't. They tend to show women saying, so that narrative is always painted and the, and the male is often painted like he just can't. That's the reason why I'm saying that is fucking relevant and why women in movies barely be shown that. Like the, the time that I've seen women cheated, the motherfucking man got killed. Unfaithful. Bitch had a good life. Whole good life. Don't even remember her name. But she goes through this whole thing and she won't dick because she bored. How much of that shit did she assess? Did she assess that her man was going to kill her motherfucking lover? I'm quite sure she didn't because she just wanted some dick. But they don't show those type of movies all the time. You probably going to have to dig way deep to even find that type of shit. But I bet you that narrative is way out there more than you fucking think. Mm-hmm. There ain't men just out here just, just running amok and all that. Like... Women control sex. Men don't control the shit. That's why that, when you're talking about whether we assess it or not, men like him, and I hate to say it, just don't, and, and, and I'm just, you know, I'm just talking as a man. When men ain't used to getting sex, that's why they make them fucking statements like that. Men that's used to getting sex, that's why they will never make that statement like that. A female that's real, real pretty, that's a 10, that's why she ain't never worried about the lack of a man talking to her. Can she get love? No, but can she get a man to talk to her? Holly Berry can get a, a million men at her motherfucking feet. Can she keep one? Is the goddamn question. That's okay, how and, that and, and, and that's how it go a lot of times. So for me, him making that statement, I could just say that for him. He's just probably just not used to ha- receiving a bunch of women. I, you still don't get it then. I don't. I think it's I nothing to get. I don't think you get it. I it's really don't think get. you get it. And I know you don't get it based on what you said because you're like, you know, if you get a lot of pussy, you ain't gonna feel that way. It's like you're saying because you got a big dip, you got no, you got big dick, you got money, that's not what I'm saying. you know how to fuck that. That is not what I'm saying. You don't you're assess incorrect. risk. That is not what I'm saying. You're incorrect. You should not be living your life based upon another person. Is what I'm saying. Period. It has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with his job, big dick, getting pussy. I'm I just I'm gonna disagree and that's what the show is about. I'm gonna disagree. I definitely think and 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 I I feel like I'm more I'm really right about this because I didn't have the thought 
until we really started having the discussion. And again, I'm going to say, I think what he said is based on his life and having mistakes just right there on the red carpet to make. It's easy to say something like that and easy to feel like you're going to fuck up when you got to step over pussy. If you wake up in the morning and this bitch is all over your flow, spread wide open for you to just step over, then it would probably be pretty accurate for you to say, my fear is fucking up with my wife because look at all this pussy I got to walk past. Think that's what what he said is about, and I know no one else probably had that thought, but, but at, I did. That's how I took it in this the, moment. But at the end of the day, for me, and I'm speaking from a man that can get a lot of pussy, it's easy for me to step over that oasis of pussy, and that's why you're wrong in what you're talking about. Because men also who go through those type of phases, and you not one, can also turn shit down. So if he's in a weaker mind state, and that's his fear. That's why I'm saying what he's making is a fucked up mental thing with him. And it could be. He could be I know it is. <laughs> very he could be uh super dependent or codependent. Mm -hmm. There could be a lot of issues if we're gonna really dig into it, I it. That he could be going through and that's why he could say something like that. So I won't turn my back on mental health and say, Oh no, he doesn't have mental health issues because it's Russell Wilson. He could be completely codependent. Mm -hmm. I'm like that when I'm in a relationship. Um, but the way I snap out of that is shit like this. I'll sit down and I will assess. Mm -hmm. But you're a woman. A person though. was able to actually make the choice mm -hmm. to do what they did. But and I woman. think about everything it took to go do it. It took you having a good story. So there wouldn't be any backlash at home before you left home. So you probably lied. If you lied, for, you probably kept the lie for 24 hours. Then you had to keep the lie while you was doing it. Then you had to come back home and look at this person in the face like you wasn't just all fucking up. Like, that is fucking crazy to me. And those are the things that I think of when a motherfucker just saying sorry. No, you're sorry you got caught. You can't be sorry for the lie you told for a whole 24 hours before you went and cheated. And you couldn't have been sorry while you was on the way to the pussy and then you wasn't sorry when you got in the pussy and you wasn't sorry when you drove home mm -hmm. and you couldn't have been so sorry when you saw me so, face to face so, is it about so him? what the fuck are you sorry for again so is it about him being sorry or are we on or are we on topic of just, it just no fear? it's just because it seems like you're, you're trying to draw out one thing which is which is just him being like well whatever plan that you made and whatever stuff no, that you made. No, you're saying but we were talking about mental health and being codependent. I am that person. I feel like I am a codependent type of person. Wherever my spouse is, I am with him. I that's what I enjoy, okay? So I'm giving you kudos for for pointing that out. But how I pull myself out of that is I think about every single choice that the person made who fucked me over, who was disloyal. I don't think about exactly what he did. I think about what he did before he got there and after he bought his ass back. All those choices matter. And somewhere in there, in those choices, where was the fear of losing me? Is what I'm going to use to pull myself out of that codependency that you're talking about. And being sad and being angry and blaming myself and, and woe is me. And why? Because life is going to go on. And it's going to go on because I'm going to think about every time he had the choice to back up a little bit, he didn't. Because there are several times be between thinking about it and doing it mm -hmm. that you could have assessed the risk and pulled yourself out of it is what I'm saying.
Very, very little <clears throat> people just fall right in. You got to get there. It's easy to say that when people be on the sidelines saying it's so easy because when they start speaking about shit that they're really, really strongly about, like how you just said, well, I'm codependent, so I'm able to pull myself out of it. Mm -hmm. But you don't. But people don't ever assess the weakest part that they have in their life and then apply that same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, like my old lady, mm -hmm. my old lady, like you can ask her a question and without thinking, she'll give you an answer. But if I find that it's a lie, she'll be like, because a lie is a lie from what you're saying. Lie is a lie, movement is movement. But all she have to do is stop and think before she answer a question that I ask. Hey, did you go do this? Did you move that? No, I didn't do that. Are you sure <laughs> that you didn't do that? Because if she would have assessed, you see how, see how this works? If she would have assessed the thing before actually opening her mouth, she would have gave me the correct answer. So now the only thing I have to stand on is that lie that she told, which is a lie. See, a lie is a lie no matter what. So if we go through life thinking about stuff like this, it would be easy to see, like, well, you should just be able to easily just assess the situation and just be able to do this type of shit. But I asked the question. You told me a lie. I can't reverse that you told me a lie because you like to talk quick. Y'all ready to talk about space? Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> We're going to talk about space and the pros and cons of space. And I think that this is a topic that you love. So why don't you talk about space and how much men need it? I didn't say anything about anything about men. I don't know what but do you mean. think it's a good thing for men and women? Why is it a viable topic? It's, it's individually based. It's individually based upon certain people, and especially um, what's crazy enough, we're coming into a situation where you just talked about being codependent. Mm -hmm. So I would say it's knowing what your partner needs on both ends. And sometimes your codependency that you might, and I'm not, when I say you, I'm just, I'm talking about people who have that mm -hmm. might need to go seek counseling behind that mm -hmm. because a lot of times it's cool to show people that you love them and I want to be around you and I want to be on your arm and I want to be on your leg and I want to be on your back <laughs> and I want to do all this type of shit that's cool <laughs> not you know that you're showing that type of love but also you need to think about when you in a relationship is time actually go by you need to figure out also time to give your partner space give him space enough time or her enough time to miss you to also keep sparks in your relationship like i love hamburgers i don't want to eat the motherfuckers every day i need space in between the time that i eat them you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. or I, it's going to be a lackluster for it mm -hmm. sometimes because certain people are so codependent they see it as nothing wrong you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. and that causes problems in relationship mm -hmm. so when i'm talking about space i'm talking about that N not that it's a bad thing a good thing it's a knowing how to actually apply it and also being aware or if you're that type of person to be like well i want to give my man space but my life revolves just what i was saying in previously around, around him, him. Mm -hmm. and it causes people to be alienated from family members friends kids the whole nine 
and they just are dependent upon that person. And that's not healthy. It isn't healthy. I will agree with you. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to play devil's advocate because I have to. I often find that motherfuckers who don't do shit with their girlfriends or wives complain about needing space. You said something really, really Mm. profound that you have to look at it based on your partner's needs. The man might need space. Absolutely. But he's a man. A woman needs to be taken out dancing. Mm-hmm. A woman needs to get dressed and go to a nice bar and sit down and have a fucking drink. Mm-hmm. And it's not always with her girlfriends. Sometimes you want to be on your guy's arm. You have to know your partner's needs. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Men definitely need space. Now, I will say this about myself. There are times that I enjoy being away more than others. If my man is home, and it's 7 o'clock at night, around the time I normally would be cooking dinner, I have a problem. And I cannot enjoy myself anywhere. It's not my man's fault, but I am used to doing, I'm used to having dinner on the table. So you can't ask me to meet you nowhere at 7, because I'm managing my fucking house. Mm -hmm. Now, my man on the job, my man gonna be on the game for four hours, because he got some kind of tournament. That's when I have my best time space. That's when I can go get my space is because I know my other job is done. I almost look at my job as being a wife as a real career. I take it super seriously. Mm -hmm. To me, it is the equivalent of slacking on my nine to five when I don't have dinner cooked, when my house is not clean. Mm -hmm. How can I really be happy being out with my girlfriends, having drinks, having conversation, get home and it's laundry? Get home and now my man asked me what's for dinner. Do you do laundry at seven o'clock at night? Yeah, sometimes I do. I would suggest doing it earlier. Go ahead. <laughs> it's called prioritizing. I do laundry at all times. It just depends on my mood, but I get what you're saying. Um, I am pretty much set in my ways. I saying that the space is good, but I'm saying that I enjoy my space. When I know everything else is done. It's kind of like I meet people that are preparing to go on vacation. They are paying all their bills up. They are uh, getting the somebody uh, set up to come feed the dog. They're doing all this because when they go on vacation, they literally want to clock out and not think about home. Well, it's the same for me when I'm away from my household. I kind of want to clock out. So everything at, at the house got to have a check mark. The husband, check. Food, check. House clean, check. Dog, check. Then I could truly let down my hair. Otherwise, I'm just doing it because I was forced to. Because women get that a lot too. Especially women who are domestic, like me, and codependent, like me. Why don't you go out with your friends? And then the friends are like, girl, why don't you come out? That that nigga alright? He gonna be cool? That's what you get. No one is checking and saying what's good for her that looks good to y'all but if i'm out having drinks and my blood pressure is up because i'm thinking about home then am i really doing myself a service no i am not so it's about the needs of the person but i definitely want you to attack what i said first i often find men who complain about hey we need space and hey go off and do your thing you are slacking on Showing your woman a great time. Mm -hmm. I don't find that the guy that's Mm -hmm. saying that is out with his woman three or four times a week. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, hey, honey, I think we just need to go our separate ways. You go do your thing and I go do mine. Mm -hmm. I very rarely hear that guy 
complaining about space or that woman complaining either. And they don't exist. They don't even exist in the, in the same sentence, seems like. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, I go out three days a week with my man. And, you know, uh, you know, he goes off and takes space. It's never that way. It's one way or the other or no way. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is a mistake. And mm -hmm. I think that's why when men say it, mm -hmm. the word space, it's met with negative connotation mm -hmm. and a, a negative response. Because it's like, you need space, but like, what have you done for me lately? Like, when is the last time we went to dinner? When is the last time we went dancing? When is the last time you planned a special date and you talking about you need space? I'm trying to get what I can get because you're not taking me anywhere. Um, I would say a lot of times, like I said, it's miscommunication on both parts. The reason the space would come into play and why it's like when women hear space, that's cool if you want to look at it from a negative conversation of just looking at it that way. But if dancing is some shit that you want, going out, some it's because you're really not communicating that. Your codependency part of you saying, hey, my blood pressure is going up. That's why I'm saying you would probably really need to go see some help. Being codependent on somebody else is not healthy in no way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. Even when you see a lot of men, and that's why I said the reason that it comes into a problem is because that thing that you just said, I tackled it really early in the beginning. And, I was, and what I said was knowing your partner. Knowing your partner means knowing your, that your woman and what she needs and knowing your man and what she needs. So if your codependency is making that happen to you, but you're making your mate unhappy, yeah. both of y'all are unhappy. Right. So your codependency isn't helping him either. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I kind of just said that, but you said it but, but, in a bad way. But the other thing about that is another thing of what I said about like, you hear these stories that's really painted on guys about not being shit about, hey, I don't know no men that <laughs> that want to uh, that need space because they want to take their woman on a job. That's not always possible. Everybody doesn't run their job. That's almost like saying a police detective going to take his wife on a stakeout. He can't. It's just reality of it. What would he do? I'm watching. I'm watching a show right now where that's the problem in the detective's life is that. He's dedicated to his job. Well, Christ, he was dedicated to his job when he met his wife. Right. And now she wants to like, like, well, can we do this or can we do that? But his cases is what take it up. Now, can he take her? No. Like, what he does is dangerous. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? I'm not saying that's always the case, but every job is like when women, I hear women say that shit. It's like you're speaking upon someone like y'all watch like movie stars and shit like that. Like, you can take me on this. I understand shit like that, but everybody's job does not require and cannot require that where you cannot go. Mm -hmm. So those men that you're talking about, I would ask, what do they do? What is their job? And what is the reason that they're saying it? Mm -hmm. Another reason why some men are resistant for that is because that is their space and that is their time. It's like, it's cool that your woman is there sometime. Me and my lady, we, we are friends. We can talk, we can laugh, we can do stuff like that. But she has codependency things that sometimes comes over to my world and I need a mental break and I need space. There is times where there's only so often a place that I can get space to think, think to myself, refresh, regroup the whole nine. I'm in the shower. Can I hop in the shower with you? I don't want you to hop in the shower with me right now because I'm trying to think. 
I don't need you in the shower with me. I want to wash my balls in peace. I just want to think. Is that too much to ask? You understand what I'm saying? You could be out with your friends while I'm bathing myself up. But I can't get that because the thing oh, about Lord. the thing about women is like when they having a good time, they like they let the good times roll. They don't never want it to end. And that's the thing about it. It's like when it's movie night, they want movie night. Then they want to cuddle. Then they want to have sex. And then in the morning, they want to have more sex. And then they want a cookie something to eat. You understand what I'm saying? So by the time I get to the shower, you want that too. Like, I've given everything. Can I have something for me? Just a little bit. You sound real sincere, boy. Serious <laughs> can be. But you know what? It had to be said like that. To get empathy. Because when you say space, coming from a man, when a man says, hey, I just need some space, you automatically imagine he needs to go on a three-day hiatus. He needs to go out with his boys. You automatically think that. Never is it, never is it shrunk down to a 25-minute shower. Never. It never is because the because the thing about men, because we are quiet, even if I didn't want that, is a man. If I just love my lady, we still compromise. Just give me 15 minutes, man, and then you can hop in with me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a, it's like I still didn't get what I needed, but I'm compromising anyway because this is my lady. You know what I'm saying? I don't really want to do it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like I can't, I'm going to compromise because it's a give and take. I would never say that women don't do shit for, for men that women don't want to do. You get what I'm saying? So I'm just saying for me, I can take that in consideration and, and be like, you know what? She did do this for me. Let me shave off my shower time. You know what I'm saying? It, it's cool. But your codependency of what I'm talking about, sometimes that also give men a peace of mind. Like if you go out with your, your, with your lady, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be like Brewster's place. The nigga going to kick off his pants. You know, even, sometimes men just happy to be alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even about doing shit. Like, it's just like, I'm I'm alone. Like, I, I might want to walk around this motherfucker naked. Like, it's just the idea that, you know what I'm saying? I can probably do something silly and my lady ain't questioning it because I just want to do that. And women sometimes think that that don't have, it's not necessarily about just like, Get away from me, or, or exactly. Some shit, or, or but some I shit think like that's why I'm saying it had to be said. That's why I'm glad we actually do the show because I think a lot of women who are like me, who like to spend a lot of time with their men at the shower line, would say, "Okay, I get it," because I am the girlfriend. That's like, "Can I come in? You're gonna get in the shower, me too." So I mean, it's better that way, right? It saves a little part of No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not that way. You know, and the thing about it is, like. Why do you want to take a shower by yourself? That's boring. I can wash your back. So you can probably you. get some head. Says you. You get hit from the back. There's says a lot of things you can do in the shower. And all those benefit you, not me. <laughs> like that's what we're talking about. Wait, that's a head. If I'm giving my man a head in the Listen, shower, that's a benefit for him. That that sounds good, but you saw that that long list of scenario that, that I'm quite sure I didn't had all that. You know, like by the time I've got to that point, yeah. it's like to. Walk the dog is peace for me. Me running to the corner store is peace. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's certain shit Damn. that it's certain shit that men 
try to carve out for them. And it's like, you don't want to be sounding rude. You get what I'm saying? And I think that's what you're talking about as far as when you were saying like, well, damn, it just seemed like you don't want to be away. But it's like really because you really not knowing your partner, you haven't just said to yourself, let me, and, and, and I'm not saying all the time. There are times when your women just be like, you don't look like you in a good mood. But I'm saying you assess the situation and say for he watched movies with me last night we cuddled we hugged we had sex whatever the case may be and do you ever say you know just let me give him some space let me not cross over into his world where my codependency is that i do but i i my spouse is pretty readable i know when he doesn't want to be bothered I, but it doesn't feel good um exactly it feels good to know your partner so that you can later be proud that you were able to say, okay, it's not about me. It's obviously about him. And he's not, he's not, he don't want to be bothered. So I think it is a merit for us instead of a demerit by saying, okay, it's not about me right now. It's about him. And he doesn't want to be bothered right now and being able to walk by, but it doesn't feel well. And it often doesn't feel well because there's something that I need mm -hmm. that I'm not getting. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that is what has to be said in this conversation about space because I can only agree with you that it's a priority to give your partner space, but it's also a priority to feed the need that might be getting in the way of your partner giving you space. Mm -hmm. Maybe the space, is, you're not getting the space because they're not getting what they need. Mm -hmm. So it's got to be a give and take all the way around for me to feel mm -hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Damn, let me give him his space. You know why? Because God damn now, there was, during the holidays is when I really recognize it. Because you are literally dragging your spouse to the company Christmas party. Christmas shopping, then all the birthday parties, then the christening, and then you got people over. And it's easy to recognize the look on your spouse's face like I'm over this shit by day four. And so you recognize it easier. You know why you recognize it? Because your spouse is so willing. You want to go to the Christmas party? Yeah, I'll go, honey. You want to go to the birthday party, my little nephew? Oh, yeah, honey, I'll go. Oh, we having people over. Okay, that's cool. I'm going to help you set up. So by the time you, we know you need space, we don't care because everything that you've given. is so it's easy to give you what you need because you're giving your spouse what she needs. But a lot it's of, a, it's I, an even dance. But a lot of that happens a lot of time and women still don't even cut the, don't even that. cut the teeth you know what i'm saying like like at the end of the day you can you could the thing about women is you can build a motherfucking uh, a fort and they still gonna want more like that's the thing about women women will take the inch take the yard take the mile like it's just not enough and 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 the thing about it is like it be trivial trivial to y'all you know what i'm saying like it's like I can go out in the yard, do some yard work, the whole, this ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit for you. You know? And you think, because I'm going to get the same gift that I get at Christmas, Thanksgiving, this and that. Pussy. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the night, you're going to be like, well, just let me give him some pussy. And then that's for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't like, I'm out, like, breaking my back in the yard, putting shit, cutting the yard, doing all this shit. And you be like, oh, you look so cute out there. Got my yard looking all nice. And I'm going to come in with a hurt back, sore. 
Let me give you a rub down, baby. This ain't for me. The rub down is a partial rub down that leads into some shit that you want. <laughs> I can't stand you. Yeah, okay. Seriously. I get it, though. Yeah. I get it. That scenario was a bit real. I mean, I do get it. But you can't say the back rub ain't about you. But what I'm saying is, like, at the end of the day, like, you're going to get that on Valentine's. You're going to get that Christmas night. You're going to get that New Year's. What but I'm don't saying, you like it? But what I'm saying is you just talked about stuff that you were saying your significant other, that it got to be a give and take. But what I'm saying is that space for that man is the thing that he wants. You get what I'm saying? Like, we can meet in the middle as far as, like, the other shit. I get it. Not saying that, no, you don't want pussy. What I'm saying is that space thing that makes you feel bad when that man says, look, I just I want to go chill with my homeboys. I just I just need to get up out of here. But that's what I'm saying. When you've delivered that line, have you already done all that you can do? That's what I'm saying. Oftentimes, niggas that's saying that ain't doing shit. I can't speak for them, but me, I'm like the army. I be all I can be. I hope so. Because <laughs> I ain't going to be hearing that about that space shit. You know what I'm saying? Even though I can't do it about it, you're going to take your space anyway. But I'm saying it's not going to be received well if and, and, you got the space. Now she's home and, alone and all she's well, doing is thinking about well, all the things this. that you did not do. Let me say this. Some things that I'm going to say that certain women might not look at that might get a little devalued is when you with someone and you first meet them, y'all first start dating. You understand what I'm saying? Women do control sex. Men control relationships. When men start making movements towards relationships, we do things that we do heavy thought into as far as like moving in with your significant other it's a big fucking gigantic step it may seem easy as pie to women to be like oh shit he just moved in no big deal but i don't think men get credit for that type of shit because once you start doing that type of shit you're also taking on other responsibilities that come with that so i don't think that because i'm doing that type of shit that my space should be devalued because it seemed like from your end that i'm not doing shit i do a lot and it takes a lot Men don't just wake up one day and be like, well, shit, let me pack all my shit up and just move in or, or have her move into my place. And it's just like that easy thing. And then men take other steps as far as engagements, marriages, and stuff like that. So those things fucking count. They get devalued, but they count. You're not with no man at, at sitting at home talking about this nigga don't take me nowhere. Because if you like that, your ass about five minutes away from cheating. The man that you in the house with, you on his leg. Crapped on to it, his back. You the one hopping in the shower. You the one watching movies with. Y'all laughing together. Y'all going out. So don't give me this shit about are, are we doing this give and take? It's happening. It's just being know. devalued. I don't know. I, I can see where some people can be devalued. What I'm saying is the conversation about space normally comes from a group, group of guys who complain about everything and do nothing. That's what I'm saying. A lot, of and women, a lot of times that I've heard that line mm -hmm. and I rebuttal it with, well, how much time do you spend with her? Do y'all ever go okay. on vacation? Do you travel? Well, do you take her out? Have y'all walked? When is the last time y'all went on a walk on the beach? I don't, I'm, I'm not getting the answers that are making me feel good about aiding a conversation about space mm -hmm. or uh, encouraging a conversation about space. Now, I'm supposed to because the idea of giving your partner space is healthy and everybody should encourage their friends, families, and loved ones to give their loved ones space. But it's hard to encourage that when they say, okay, but. Mm -hmm. 
in the butt is he never takes me anywhere. We, we watch different TV shows. I spend the day in the room. He spends the day in the living room. We only come together to eat a meal. And then after that, we're back to our separate things. How can I really encourage a girlfriend of mine to give her man space when in the same sentence she is telling me that she is bored as fuck? How? I would say to you, your friends, you must have the saddest group of friends that I've ever seen. Because every time I turn around, you be like, my girlfriends called me with this problem. My girl, you know, my homeboys, my circle real small. And my homeboys, I always notice when I talk to them, I ain't getting that type of shit you talking about. You keep saying, like, where these men at? But I talk to my homeboys. Yeah, me and my old lady just went to the football game. Yeah, me and my old lady just had a birthday party. Yeah, me and my old lady just worked a gig. I, what? What? Friends do you have? Because I would tell you, they don't need to be in relationships. I have a real small circle of friends that are males. And even my male friends, but I, I that's talk the testament. to them. It's a small circle. If you had 100 well, friends, I bet there would only be five of y'all who are saying, I do this with my girl. Well, guess what? And then guess what? 95 of them niggas going to be like, fuck it. Well, guess what? I can't help that your friends choose bombs. And that's just what it boiled down to. At the end of the day, if you with that person and they not making them happy, because if that was happening on my end, I would tell them. And I've been in those situations where the baby mama done went crazy. I'm like, hey, man, you might have to get rid of her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand, but uh, we might have to, uh, you might have to exit stage level. So, no ma'am, no ham, no roast beef. And it's time for the <laughs> tap-in portion of relations, which I think you have. If you guys, while he's looking up the tap-in, if you don't know how to tap-in, this is what you do. You go to your email and you type in spadeperry at gmail.com and you let him have it. Give him your tap-in. That is a question or something you're going through or something you know a friend is going through and you want us to tackle the scenario. And we're going to tap-in. Oh, boy, here we go again. You're going to love this one. So, because I, like I said, we always get the bad end of shit. So, here we go. Uh, my girlfriend's friend tried to make a move on me. We had a few drinks before my girl got off work. Because she cool or whatever. So, I told my girl that, hey, she made a move on me and she don't believe me. She say that I'm lying. And I'm trying to figure out, like, how do you believe your friend over me? How is she going to believe her over me? I'm asking for help. First of all, you and your girlfriend are out of pocket for having that hoe in your house when one of y'all ain't home. Well, he didn't say he was in the house. He said he went out for drinks. <laughs> oh, well, what the, what the fuck are they doing out for drinks without his girlfriend? That's the first mistake made is leaving the opportunity like that for something to happen. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, if I'm at work, the last place my man finna be is having a drink with a bitch. I'm at work. That don't even sound right. I'm at work. And I'm on the clock and you're having drinks somewhere. That in no way sounds healthy at all and left room and opportunity. Now to the meat and potatoes. Your problem is your girlfriend, um, she's not really for you. Because if people are going to be able to influence what your partner is telling you, it's not good. Now, I'm not saying people are right sometimes. Oh, girl, I saw your man around the corner. And it might be true. But if every time you're going to allow someone to tell you something about your spouse and it leads you astray, then you just don't need to be in a relationship. 
I really have a problem with her guy saying, I told her what happened and she doesn't believe me. That makes me feel very sorry um, for him. It makes me sad for him uh, because I believe him and I don't even know him. But I believe the way he wrote the story that there's probably not a lie in that. Mm -hmm. um, I had a conversation with my guy recently and we were talking about something that someone said. And we were talking about it as it was valid because the person said it. But I interrupted him to make sure he knew we're just having a conversation about this. Whatever you, what you, what you told me is what I believe. Just like that. What you told me is what I accept. What you told me is what I believe. But that's only because that person has never proved to be a liar. Mm -hmm. I haven't caught him a lie ever. When I do, he will officially be a liar and I got to go fact check shit. But he has not lied to me before. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like I need to fact check. Um, and if you don't have that with your girlfriend, then maybe you need to question the validity of the relationship. I definitely agree. Something that I need to, you know, it's crazy to me. It's like, um, I, I want to go back to a, a, a comment that you were saying. It's crazy to me that when women be like, uh, they homegirl is they homegirl. But all of a sudden, she can't be trusted with my man. It's like, it's your friend. <laughs> all the way down. <laughs> To the simple fact that y'all going out to get drinks. Now, I understand everybody have different relationships. But my thing is, like, if the bitch was a hoe and you have this type of intuition about you, then that shit should be from beginning all the way to end. We can't do no sometime and shit like, oh, what is my homegirl or this is that. Oh, that's cool. Shit, I'm finna go out with your friend and have some drinks. No, you're not. You're not finna go up. You're not finna go out for, with Felicia. Why can't I go out with Felicia? That's your friend. Now, like I said, everybody' situation is different. But it's crazy. It's like women know, like, I don't like you. I don't want you hanging out with Hector. Why not, baby? That's my homeboy. I just something about him. Now we at your friend. I don't want you hanging out with Felicia. Why not? That's your friend. It's just something about her. But you got her ass in my space. You got up in my goddamn crib. You got her. You going places and shit with her and all this type of shit. It's about now, space. It's about opportunity. Now, now we need space. <laughs> it's about space and opportunity at the same time. But if it's your friend. I don't give a damn if it's my friend. I feel like having a conversation that go have drinks while your girlfriend at work is a mistake. If I'm 10 minutes behind. I'm not disagreeing cool. with you. And I'm not. You understand what I'm saying? If I'm, and I'm on not, my way. Cool. And I'm not but disagreeing with you. But if I'm all the way at work still on the clock ain't nothing and it's not about trusting my friend it's about being inappropriate and it's about well that's why i letting said, giving somebody the chance why, to do something and that's like why that. i said your friend now him and me have different belief systems you know what i'm saying for me i don't really do the old sitcom hanging out with friends type of shit like that i don't hang out with your old lady your old lady can't hang out with me that's just me you are right about his old lady, though. If that's your old lady, and I, I made this statement, hey, you got to love me unconditionally. You can't kill the messenger. You know what I'm saying? If I'm looking like a whole snack and your girl is trying to get a piece, I expect to tell you this, and you do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? And I'm cool with that. But if you sitting there saying you don't believe the words that's coming out of my mouth, <laughs> 
we got a goddamn issue. Yeah. And that's just how I feel about it. So I would tell you, I hate to say it, homie, but you might have to talk up to the game. Yeah, I think that relationship is at its end, and so is this episode of Relations. My name is Kayla Lassiter. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and IG at Kayla Lassiter. Hey, I want to thank everybody for joining on Podbean. You can check us out every Friday on YouTube. We got a YouTube channel. Please subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Podbean. You can find me on both platforms. That's Twitter and IG. And if you're looking for the shirts, like I said, AlphaMaleGodCreations.com. And like I always say about this time, please.